0: One. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I'm your host, Sam the SLB. Alongside me today is the member I had to Twitter the other half of this operation. Uh Scott. Scott, how are we doing this week?
1: Sam, it's Thursday. You know what that means. Another wonderful episode of Above the Ring to do. Boy, oh boy, do we have plenty to talk about tonight!
0: Yes, we do. It's the second greatest night of the week. The first probably being Wednesday's. At this rate, <clears throat> until otherwise noted, if uh, like we said, WWE decides to relocate the NXT show, um, yeah, we will be also be talking about our uh, the Royal Rumble. Our this will be our post show. Um, we will talk about that shortly after our uh, news, quick news briefing. What a good rumble! That's all I'll say. Mm. But to kick things off, big news, big 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 news. That's eh, seven. It depends on depends on the kind of person you're. Uh, you talk to. For you, it's huge, huge little... news. It is huge. It is huge. <clears throat> you know. But, ladies and gentlemen, New Japan, after four a uh, few years off the air in the states, has a deal with Roku, the Roku Channel TV. That is right. So New Japan Pro Wrestling. We'll have, beginning February 11th, we'll air every Thursday, 5 p.m. Oh, jeez, what the... Oh, man. We don't have time. Ah! <laughs> um, It's exciting. Unfortunately, it's not a major network, which, I mean, you, you gotta take what you can take. But just okay. being in the States alone is awesome. I also heard rumors that there might be a selection of their content played on this Roku channel. Ooh. Like from the past, I cannot figure out where I saw that. Don't quote me on that until I find it But, Scott, I guess that's uh, something else we're gonna need to uh get on.
1: Oh, just add it to our list of never ending wrestling shows to try to watch every week.
0: looking like Charlie Day from it's always sunny <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just trying to find this little. Da, 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 da. It will be available on demand after, therefore, additionally, Roku Channel will host a block of library content featuring key highlights from 2020's New Japan catalog with potential for the introduction for more historical content in the future.
1: That's cool. So give you a little taste of what happened last year, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, oh, hey, let's drop Omega Okada on you. There you go. That's what it really gets you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Oh, my God. You sprinkle a little bit of that Okada Omega. That's it. You're done. good shit brother it's good shit um but that also keep in mind that new japan does have their uh usa show um strong style or strong on the new japan world app i've been behind on that but hopefully scott and i can add things to do that we don't have time to do very soon Mm -hmm. um on top of that we're gonna talk about strong quickly um John Moxley, for the first time in a long time, appeared on New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, attacking Kenta. Kenta is the number one contender for the U.S. title. Um, they are going to go head-to-head, I believe, February 26th at New Beginning. Ooh. So uh, keep an eye out for that. We'll Sam watch it. I don't know, I didn't take the day off again. But... <laughs> We will be, uh, New Japan is on our, uh, in our sites right now.
1: Some, some uh, some big stuff happening with certain people from New Japan.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's well, New... <coughs> excuse me. Hmm. Um, New Beginning USA. So, in California, they'll be hosting... Uh, main events for both nights, nineteenth and the twenty-sixth. Which are those even on the weekends? Probably. I don't know anymore. Those are Fridays. Because Scott has nothing to do on a Friday. No, of course not. No, of course not. You know, just you know, SmackDown to
1: watch. What time do those play? <laughs>
0: um, actually, I don't know. But uh, the main event for the nineteenth is El Fantasma taking on Leo Rush, and then the twenty-sixth is John Moxie taking on Kenta for the IWGP United States Championship. This will be fun. Looking forward to it. We'll be keeping an eye out on this one. We'll be covering this. May not be a post in a pre-show, but <clears throat> we'll talk about it. We'll t- we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, I'm just like waving my hands around like an Italian. I'm French, like 100. percent No Italian in this blood. I was like, wait, I'm like you're talking like a me. Like, what's a going on over here? So, Scott, this past weekend we got. What I think, arguably, at this point, the wrestling world would argue is the best WWE pay per view, aside from oh, the NXT ones. It's so
1: good. And, and the, it was so good that <clears throat> a lot of people are saying this this may have been the best, or at least like top three Royal Rumbles ever. And I would almost agree with that if they were crowds this would have been probably top two.
0: Yeah, if Bianca Belair won, I kind of dropped that one, but if Bianca Belair (laughs) and Edge both had done what they done in the – especially Edge, I think, man.
1: Oh, my God. The crowd would have gone insane. I mean, I I was going insane with everything going on in the beginning with Randy, like, feigning his injury. Like, I legit thought he was hurt. Like completely caught me. Like I was just like, you know, hook line and sinker. Like, all right, here we go. Pull the pull the lip. I'm done. Like I was like devastated. I'm I'm literally tweeting our buddies over it at know the ropes. I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. You must be crushed. What you know, how you feeling? And they're just like pain. <laughs> and it was like so sad just watching the rest of the rumble go off and Edge somehow still surviving. And then he gets a shot in the arm with Christian. First time in six years, I think they said, he was, he's was been in a, in a ring. And then the hug. And I'm like, all right, who's cutting onions? What's going on?
0: This is terrible. That was probably the coolest. Uh, well, I'm sorry. That was definitely one of the coolest moments. <laughs> I was like, it was surprises. You, "I was
1: like, are you really, are you really going to use that word and not talk about Swolito? <laughs> I mean, seriously,
0: low key. Low key. So <laughs> I remember being younger, and I remember seeing the Carlito promos back in the day. Yeah, and I remember how much of a douchebag you. I I just love this character. I always found he him was fascinating. So
1: good at being. So so obnoxious,
0: <laughs> but like he came out, he didn't look like he aged. No, he looked no. pretty. Uh, he looked solid.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, like you saw him before, he was a little that scrawny, but he was definitely not as jacked as he was now. Like when he came out, like I was just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like this man has jacked up. Like I was. That was my pop. Yeah. I, I as soon as I
0: heard the spit, I was like, oh. <gasps> yeah, no. we lost we lost our minds in that. All you hear is I spit in the face. And we're like, oh my god, let's go! Oh
1: man. Um, but it was it was great to
0: see like
1: you have that and then on the women's side, like my favorite um, return was Victoria. Yep. I hadn't seen her in in a, in a ring for a long time. I, I'm a little sad that they didn't use her actual theme. They used the other one that she had towards the end of her run, which is too bad. But probably couldn't use it for you know, <coughs> excuse me licensing issues. What's so own song? even song? even me talking about it now? I'm getting I'm getting choked. Yeah, yeah.
0: The, the funniest one, I think, of the night, though, and this shows everyone who's out of touch, including myself. Michael Cole, you know, I think it was number eight. Woman, you hear a theme song, you hear the crowd audio go up, and all you hear is, oh my God, it's Jillian Hall. And we're like, oh my God, <laughs> who's Jillian Hall? Oh, I knew. Chats blew up the same way. He's like, wait, who? I knew. I was just like, huh? yeah, I was, um, uh, yeah.
1: Jillian Hall was, um, she was something else. She, if you want to talk about annoying characters or just like someone who could be portrayed as one, she should be Billy Kay's idol. And it showed during the Rumble too. Oh my God, Billy Kay. Also, I have to throw a huge shout out for that, for everything that she did during the Rumble. Passing out, trying to pass out her resume to like, Five different wrestlers. I partially thought that at one point Peyton Royce would come down and then they'd do the iconic stance and then they'd run in the ring. But when Jillian Hall came out, I was like, oh, my God, this is destiny. And, of course, it was. Jillian Billy was born. They get in the ring and then Riot Squad's out and she's all like, oh, I got to be punk now. And then Peyton finally makes her way out. They do their little Dual, you know their duo attack on somebody, and they go to do iconic? Peyton does it, and <laughs> Billy's about to do it. Then I think it was Ruby Riot looked at her. And she's just like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> you, <laughs> Billy may not be the best in the ring when it comes to you know move sets and whatnot, but she has charisma out the wazoo. And they need to have her on television every week doing something because it's going to be, it's, I would say she's probably the female equivalent of our truth when it comes to charisma at this point.
0: Let's talk about that for a moment. (laughs) You bring up truth.
1: You like that segue, sir?
0: That was a great segue because that, I, I was like. Meet Me and Hollis, uh, John, we were just like, when he came in the middle of the ring during that, I'm like, they're not going to fucking do this right now, are they? <laughs> they're going to do this. And they did. Yep. Gets in
1: the ring, thinks it's the men's rumble. Sorry, Truth, wrong rumble. Then he gets rolled up by Alicia Fox, who also returned. Alicia wins the 24-7 title. And then Alicia gets eliminated. And then our truth wins it back. And then later on in the night, our truth gets low blowed by Peter Rosenthal, and now Rosenthal's a 24 7 champion. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> and now, with how annoying Peter Rosenthal is, I want to see him gloat. I want to see how truth is going to get it back. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I think truth's like a 50,000 time 24 7 champion at this point. So,
0: you know, for somebody who actually is what? He was a two-time NWA champion. You know, he say he actually has some legit uh, credentials outside of WWE. Yeah. You know, I would prefer that he was, like, in the title picture, but.
1: At this age, for truth, you know, if he's every time he's been in the title picture, he's done a decent job. Uh, I remember his, his heel run against Cena. That was actually real good. Um, but other than that, he's always kind of been. That and, uh, what was it, uh, what was his and Ms. team? So they were a heel team, too. They were pretty decent. But I've always remember, you know, him being funny or being cake quick. <laughs> you want to go really back at far in time. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I mean, uh he's a national treasure. So is Billy Kay, and they need to protect them always and forever.
0: I, I'm going to tell you right now, I actually had a hard time at the end of this match. Because actually, I'm sitting there with Hollis. Because I know John mentioned that Rio was moving up to the main roster. Yep. Um, I didn't even think about it, because you and I discussed we weren't going to include NXT talent. But I didn't even think about that.
1: Um, I, I didn't think they were because
0: they haven't been mixing those the talent because of COVID. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, but technically she's now on the main roster. Um either way, um at the end of this the the you know, when it's just her and Bianca, I'm like shit. I'm like I uh, I, I I go, I wouldn't mind if Rhea won, but like I also don't mind if Bianca I like either or either scenario I was satisfied with. Right. Um, especially you know, towards you know, Charlotte was like the third to last eliminated. I was like, what the fuck? We're gonna do this again? Yeah, I mean, you knew Charlotte was gonna go for a long time because obviously being the
1: reigning champ, well, the reigning rumble champion, you knew she was gonna be in it for a long time. Plus, she's a flare, so clearly she's gonna be there. But yeah, when she was eliminated, I was just like, all right, okay. Um, surprise elimination of the night when it comes to the Rumble was Alexa Bliss's elimination. Rhea Ripley ain't got no time for transformations. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) I thought that was fantastic. I was also a little sad because it was like, well, there goes one of our picks. Shayna lasted for a long time. Liv did not, which I kind of expected, but still, you never know. Just kind of threw it out there. I needed another name, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with Liv. But I think she lasted longer than 30 seconds, so a real personal rumble record for her. So I could see that away.
0: But happy for Bianca. That was a that was a W for you and me on the yes, mix. Um, um, looking forward to see who she chooses to go after. You know, if she's still going to just go after the SmackDown champion, or if she goes to mm-hmm. Raw, and take on the Raw champion.
1: Not going to lie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Her versus Sasha, that could be a night one closer for WrestleMania.
0: No, I think it would be.
1: Oh, my God. I mean, no offense to Asuka, but the, just the attitude alone for Bianca and Sasha <laughs> would so be easily. enough to, to give me life for, like, the next 20 years.
0: The sass you'd get. <laughs> it's
1: them. so good. Oh, man.
0: I want it. We'll make sure we add that in the list of things that you want, Scott, that the WWE uh, listens to. Because yeah. uh, they're good at that. They give you a lot yeah. of tournaments right now. So. That's, that, that's true. That's true. Um, and like we said, so going back to the men's, the men's match wasn't bad at all. Um, no. It was, I thought it was really good. Uh, edge winning. You know, at first I was kind of – I actually thought at one point – so the final four was Braun, Seth, Randy, and Edge. And I'm like, okay, they're going to give it to Braun. Because I'm like, Braun kind of makes sense. yeah, Because he's the only one who hasn't won it. Seth just won it. And I know he just came back.
1: Right. Like, and, and the funny thing about Randy is, Randy was nowhere to be seen. I think uh, AJ Styles was the fifth person that was left. He was eliminated before everything else. Like, when Randy came back, I almost had a heart attack because I'm just like, no, I can't, I can't. No, I can't deal with the gloating that's about to happen. And then the switch. <laughs> uh-huh. Randy goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I can't express the amount of joy that went through my body when Randy went flying over that top rope. <laughs> Not only because... It gave me a little bit of time to gloat. But I am also, I'm a, I'm a, a big fan of Andrews as well. I love the storyline that they're going with, that he never lost the title. So he's going to go after it. I'm also kind of hoping secretly that if he chooses Roman and he beats Roman, that he retires the universal title and they bring back big gold. Uh, and if they do, I will be the happiest man on the face of this planet. Because um, that I'm, is the only belt that I own. Because I only own the best, and that is the best belt.
0: If I was to own any titles from WWE right now, or sorry, not right now, If I was to own any titles that I want my wall from. You know, every promotion I'd pick three from WWE. I'd pick the origi- the IC belt from the late '80s, early '90s. You know, the classic IC belt they just retired. Yep, I would get big gold. And of course, Scott, my favorite, the Winged Eagle WWF Championship.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's up there for a lot of people. Um, I'm kind of surprised. though. I mean, you did, you did just say WWE, but knowing you as I do, I'm pretty sure you'd want the IWGP title.
0: Oh, I was just talking WWE. Yeah, IWGP all, would be And, and
1: yeah. all of them.
0: <laughs> you take every title from New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so... Both, both, like I know the past few years. I think you and I we've had talks about this. We're like, this was just okay, or like we just didn't feel it. This was good. Both Mm. matches were good.
1: Yeah, they did a good job. I mean, I was a little nervous going into this rumble because I'm like, there's no crowds. There's there's not a not a genuine reaction. It's just audio sound. So it's like, how's it gonna do? How's it gonna be? And then, but. It allowed the performers to just go out there and be ridiculous, and that just made it so much better. Even the actual matches outside of the Rumbles were fantastic. Yep. I, had, I had a slight issue with Roman and KO's match at the end, but hearing that it was heavily edited, I'm like, that's still the best you could do? Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll have to deal with it. But, like, when Drew beat Goldberg, I audibly yelled in my apartment. Because I was so happy. <laughs> I did not want another Goldberg match at Mania for a title. It, so, was, it was
0: funny because, uh, like, Drew beat him in almost a very similar Goldberg fashion. Yeah. I mean, the match wasn't short, short. It was like two and a half minutes. I mean, it is short, but it wasn't like a squash. Right. But, man, Goldberg. Goldberg put it in. That almost felt like he was like handing the torch over to McIntyre. Yeah. I kind of
1: felt that too. And I know you said that the match was only 2 minutes and something seconds. That was the official match. You have to remember they had at least three, four, five minutes outside of the ring yep. before the match even started. So, that was Yeah.
0: That
1: was a good way to start the start the uh the pay-per-view off. Um I mean we it, I was kind of thrown off that they put the Flair Oscar Nia Jack Shannon is match on the kickoff show. Thought that was a bit disrespectful. But unfortunately for Flair and Asuka, Lacey and Ric Flair, which has turned into one of the most ridiculous storylines I've ever seen, um causes Charlotte to lose the match and the titles. So now <clears throat> Now we start. We start leading towards Charlotte versus Oscar at WrestleMania. I have a feeling that Charlotte—I mean that Oscar—is going to turn on Charlotte, and we may get heel Oscar at WrestleMania. And I please will send this up to the WWE gods. Please give us horror paint-faced Oscar. I beg of thee, because we will scare everybody with it, and it'll be amazing. I want. So bad.
0: Yeah. No. Um, <clears throat> like you said, every match was good. Uh, one of the, I know a lot of people have complaints about the ending of the Ra- Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens match. Like, everything. Every, besides that. Oh was, my god! Was good.
1: Everything leading up to the moment that Roman gets handcuffed was spectacular. The bumps. Everything like th- this match like just reinforced my love for Kevin Owens so much, and I love how they did the the golf cart bit <laughs> ah! of course, that sent Matt Hardy on a tizzy. he kind of went crazy on Twitter because of it. um it just I don't know, I thought honestly, I thought KO did a better job eating that. He also hit him head on. Yeah, he did. I know. Sammy kind of jumped into the bar. KO just kind of got ran over, literally. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you did a better job.
0: But so my God. Before we uh overall I think I think this would be an um an eight and a half or a nine for me.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, absolutely.
0: But I think um, Scott, just, just just for argument's sake, uh what was the finals on that?
1: Let's see. Uh, it was one, two, three, four, and two, because we both lost, uh, lost the men's and the women's tag. And you would be three and three, because you got the Goldberg match wrong as well.
0: Oh, yeah. I think I started, didn't I start 0 oh and 2? And you're like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, eh, that, this isn't looking good.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Because we both lost on the women's title match. I oh. should have. I completely had forgotten about Lacey Evans and what was going on. So I should have realized that, but whatever. Um, but yeah, hey, it's still fine. It's whatever. It's good. We're on the road now. I know. The road to WrestleMania. It's a great road. Paved
0: with many bones. <laughs> Very many, many bones. So I'm going to quickly go through this. Um top of Tuesday. Impact Wrestling it was great. Another great night. I'll just go, go through the card quickly. Um kicking off the kicking off the night was Tasha Steele taking on Havoc, where Havoc defeated Tasha Steele. Uh, Madman Fulton took on Josh Alexander where Alexander actually beat Fulton. Not what you would expect. Ooh. No, no. Uh following that. I think next uh following that we had more more Eddie Edwards and um I think Brian Myers heat. Um so I think next week or at no surrender, I think we're getting Eddie Edwards, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, and Hernandez and uh attack team. Ooh.
1: Fernandez
0: <clears> showing up. Um, Larry D. took on Crazy Steve with Larry D. getting the win. Jordan Grace took on Susan. I fucking love what's going on with these people.
1: <laughs> the women.
0: Um, Grace defeated Susan. A lot of, a lot of, it, was, it was a slower episode, but I think we're building up to something. We had TJB taking on Rahit Raju. Um... Raju got the pin over TJP to claim, I think, a titled shot. And who came out from under the floor to help him? Mah- uh, Mahabali? Ooh, sure yep. he came back. <laughs> oh, I
1: remember him.
0: Um, hmm. And, of course, we had another, uh, another tag team match for the main event. Rich Swann and Tommy Dreamer taking on Moose and Chris Bay. Uh, Moose and Bay defeated Swan and Dreamer. Excellent. It's a good episode. Great week. Uh, obviously, next week, looking forward to it really, really... Um, in regards to this No Surrender Impact Plus event. Also, don't forget, we got the good old private party from AEW taking part in this against the Good Brothers for the titles. Whew. Scott, it's a wild, wild, wild time to be a wrestling fan. <clears throat> that being said... Let's talk about wild things. Wild Wednesdays? Let's just hop over to Wednesday. (laughs) I feel like we really need to because I did not watch the other products, but I did watch NXT. And boy, there was there was some there were some moments on NXT that I thought were really strong that I had chills down my spine. Good stuff. Good Good shit. Lead us right
1: into it. Absolutely. It was yet another Dusty Rhodes tag team classic night. There were some other matches sprinkled in, but I love the fact that they are working not one, but two tournaments because Sam, we all know how much I love my tournaments. Nobody loves them better than you. That's true. Kicking off the action on Wednesday was a semifinals action between Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez taking on Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Now, I'm a little surprised that Dakota and Raquel won only because I've been expecting Raquel to turn on Dakota to further herself down the line for championship. Now Casey and Kaden looked like a million bucks in this match. And I'm so happy that they were presented to us that way. They looked They looked like they could beat them outright. Unfortunately, it wasn't the case. That's all good and fine. So Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez now going to the finals at the newly named NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day.
0: Ooh, spicy.
1: I know, right? Nothing says Valentine's Day like vengeance.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's what I think about when I... uh... Have my Valentine's Day dates, you know, just vengeance. Just sweet, vengeance. sweet vengeance.
1: All the vengeance. After that, uh, our next matchup was uh, Austin Theory picking up a, a big victory, showing Leon Ruff the way. Then we had more Dusty Cup action on the men's side as Legado del Fantasma took on and defeated Lucha House Party. So they move it on to the semis. And I believe, i trying to remember who they're going to face. I believe it's MSK. So that match next week is going to be insane in the membrane. and I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. After that, we had Pete Dunne and the rest of the Kings of NXT come out to the ring. Minus, of course, uh, Panic. Ah. Uh, Pat McAfee, who probably won't see until the spring, coming out there basically calling out Finn. Finn comes out, basically punks the entire squad because, you know, Finn's out there by himself, but, you know, Pete's not man enough to talk to Finn by himself. (laughs) I was just like, oh, there's so much testosterone in this ring right now. It's out of control. And of course, You'd think that would be enough, but obviously, you don't know me. <laughs> and then Edge's music hits. Good segue. I know, right? You like that?
0: Like we Edge co-
1: coming down to the ring, the limited crowd in the Capitol Wrestling Center is going insane. Gets in the ring, starts. I, I love his whole speech that he was talking about how, you know, the main roster is great, but NXT. You know they they emphasize the second W in WWE, and I was just like, "Oh, he's talking about wrestling. Things that
0: don't happen on Mondays and Fridays too often. <laughs> that makes you, that, you you know it kind of make, kind of makes you wonder a little bit how much of that uh, the, the the backstage talent has that sentiment? Probably
1: most people, because if you if you
0: look, fantastic
1: wrestlers in NXT don't always transition to fantastic wrestlers on the main event uh, on the main roster only because they're not used properly so this is why you know I have to pour one out for uh, Damien Priest and Rhea Ripley because I I don't know what they're going to do I'm hoping Rhea shows up on Fridays because at least with that women's division it'll be great if she's on Mondays I don't know Damien Priest is already on Raw now, so, I mean, could be interesting. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, this was an actual good Raw this past week, which I had hoped for, and it delivered. So, if you haven't listened to my Raw review, you should go back and listen to it. It's a nice 20-something minute clip. And, uh, yeah, for the first time in – oh, actually, first time this year, it was a really good Raw to watch. Didn't feel like I wanted to stab my face off. So, yeah, it was good. That's a good start. Good start. Yeah, that's a good start. So Edge basically said that he's going to be watching Vengeance Day for Finn versus Pete Dunne for the NXT Championship. And Edge said if he hasn't made up his mind by then, then this match might make up his mind for him. Now... I know what people are thinking, oh, my God, why is Edge going to go to NXT? He doesn't need to be in NXT. You're right. He doesn't. But I like the fact that they're at least teasing the fact that, any, that whoever wins the Rumble can go anywhere. This also validates NXT and makes them a, a legitimate third brand, not a developmental, which they honestly haven't been in probably five years. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, at this point, I think they're pushing, I think, from what I heard, they would bring back, uh, I don't know if Evolve stopped, or they were talking about using Evolve more as a developmental brand.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. Um, they are bringing it back, but of course, still with COVID, still running wild, it's tough to really kind of do much. So, we'll see what happens. But I think, at least from right now, I think Edge is probably going to pick Roman. Um, but that's just me. Uh, and, of course, it's always subject to change, so we'll see what happens. But that segment was fantastic, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Up next, we had Tony Stone taking on and defeating the newest member of the Robert Stone brand, Jesse Kamea. Uh, It's nice to see Robert Stone brand back on television. Yes, even though it's at a loss, it's fine. It's whatever. So Tony Storm did win that match, but it was by DQ because both Mercedes Martinez and Io Shirai entered the – and pretty much just kind of tore each other apart, or I should say more like Mercedes and Tony were tearing each other apart. Io kind of crouched on the top post, just kind of watched, and then delivered her ridiculous moonsault and took all of them out. So, yeah, it was a good, good time. So that triple threat match is going to be absolutely insane. So, yeah, once again, NXT Takeover is once again just being a ridiculous card. It's going to be, yeah.
0: Once again, I asked myself the question how can this get any better, Scott? And they
1: always, they always find a way to do it. Always. So, our second. To last match of the night was for your NXT Cruiserweight Championship match. It was Santos Escobar taking on and defeating Kurt Stallion in a good match. I like Kurt Stallion. Still needs a little bit of seasoning, which is fine. Santos has no reason to drop the belt to him yet or to anybody yet. But the interesting part happened afterwards. After he gets the win, he's been kind of taking pot shots at uh, Caring Cross lately, and for the majority of this match, you had Scarlet standing up in one of those not rafters, but like those elevated s- standing areas, watching the match. And I liked how they kept kind of feeding up the the dry ice, so it so kind of just like the fog would bubble over the whole time. But that was pretty cool. I like those little effects that they throw in. Um, And then after the match is over, you have Cross coming to the ring. He pretty much destroys Wilde and Mendoza. And then pretty much tells Escobar that he's going to give him the gift of time. But time will run out. So he... And I love how he pretty much told Escobar to move along. And then... Escobar's face looked like he had been, like he had just watched his mother get slapped in the face.
0: Oh, that was comical. That was comical. He's like staring at him and his face is starting to droop. And Karen's like, Tick tock.
1: Now, a lot of people are are worried that this is going to be for the Cruiserweight title. Guys, there ain't no way that Karen Cross is under 205. So you guys can be. You guys can calm down. This isn't the X division where weight doesn't matter. They actually legitimately hold on to the two hundred five stuff, so it's fine. Don't worry. This is just going to be a grudge match, and I'm okay with that. I like those. These are two badasses that are going to rip each other to shreds. Come, say, um, and then once Cross wins, Cross can move on and challenge whoever's the champion.
0: <clears throat> people forget, <sighs> modern-day WWE, people forget that these wrestlers, yeah, they can, they can still, even though they're not in the same class, they can still fight each other. Yep. Not a problem with that. Nope.
1: I'm all, I'm all about this. It'll be nice to see, because this will probably be a long match. I mean, I, I do expect Cross to win, but you know Legato, uh, the Fantasma is not going to just go away. They're gonna to continue to try to uh, interfere during the match, and it's yeah, it's it's gonna be a good match, and I, I'm excited to
0: see it. And if he, and if or when um, Santos loses, I mean, imagine that's the crumble. That's 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 the where the cookie crumbles, where he loses his title. You know, he's no True. longer you know, he's the cruiserweight champion, but he lost to Killer Cross. You know, right. Or so some pride might be lost there.
1: Where I think he might actually drop the belt might be against Devlin once they decide to have champion versus champion to unite the titles. Because James Devlin has it over, not James Devlin. Um, yeah, yeah, James Devlin has it over at NXT and he's doing like weekly open challenges. And he's kicking everybody's ass because, you know, he's he is who he is. So I'll be interested to see when those two go at it for the strap. That'll be that'll be a great match, too. But talking about NXT, our main event was the last quarterfinals match in the Dusty Cup. It was Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher taking on and defeating the Undisputed Era. Yep. I am a big fan of the whole respect thing between Tommaso and and Thatcher. I like it, and I want it to continue. They're going to be going up against, if I remember correctly, the Grizzled Young Veterans. So you want to watch a match where people are probably going to bleed and not like because of bleeding, like legitimate bleeding. It'll be that match.
0: <laughs> this was this was a match that <clears throat> this, this this showcased the top talent in like some of the top talent, technically. Yep. In the company, it just I I can't fit. I could not remove my eyes from this TV, from my TV, when this match started.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. And it's funny, because you talk about, like, tech, like uh, technical wrestling. I think out of the four, and this is kind of shocking for me to say, but Adam Cole, I think, is the least technical wrestler out of the four of them. <laughs> oh, no, that's understandable. And even still, and
0: even still, he's pretty good at that, too. No, he's definitely the least technical, but he's also, like, He's still pretty tech. He, he's he's from where he came from because he's a good villain, He's a good heel. He's been a yes, great he heel, he Um is. but he can still wrestle. You know, even right. he being the least technical wrestler out of the four, he's still eons beyond a lot of the other guys. On oh, the
1: absolutely, superstars. absolutely. Like if we're gonna go by like WWE's champions style ways, like he's definitely a showboat. Yep. Um. I would definitely put uh, Thatcher as tech uh, as technical. Tommaso, either that or a brawler. You might be a brawler. And then, obviously, Randy Strong is definitely a, a technician as well. So that's a pretty good mix. It's a
0: pretty good mix. But even still, I think like. Tommaso also can be in a sense, I know he's not a big guy, but he could be a he can be like a powerhouse almost. Yeah. He definitely has that. I mean he's not a he's not like one of the monsters that they have on the roster, but right. he can come off as a powerhouse.
1: Yeah. Some good stuff. But yeah, I mean, NXT, they did a good job. Um I don't know how it held up against AW because you know that was, was a beach break, it was down 200,000. Oof, it was oh, like well. 615 to 844, something like that. Eh, whatever, but still, doesn't really matter all that much. The war is you know, not really a war, and uh, it's just good wrestling to watch. It's a war I...
0: show on TV, that's what I think.
1: There you go, I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's. It's a good four hours of wrestling that I get to enjoy every Wednesday.
0: And six of you includes uh, Tuesdays, and he has time to watch it. That's true.
1: <laughs> Normally, Tuesdays are <were clears throat> for homework now that school is back. So.
0: It's crazy. School yeah. is back for you, but this was beach break. And I'm like, wait, this isn't spring break yet. Scott just started school. <laughs> it's um, COVID, man. It screwed everything. This was a sol. This was a cool, cool match. This was this was a cool. Oh, sorry, this a cool episode. But the open match was kind of cool. It's kicked mm. off with the tag team battle royale. Tony Khan off the bat is, hey, I just bought the song from Baltimore, Tarzan Boy. I'm gonna milk every dime I got from that. hmm So like <laughs> they open up the show, and it's it's it's. I think half most of the teams already out, minus the Young Bucks, and they're rocking. You know, Tarzan Boy going on. And I'm like, oh man, I love this, love this. Ugh, it's good shit. Um. So, yeah, I I mean, have, there was a, there was a lot going on here. Um, it really was.
1: I, I have to say, I already love how they do their battle royales. If one person of a team gets eliminated, the team isn't done yet. The other person can still go. I'm like, why? why couldn't WWE do this for years? It only makes sense if one partner gets eliminated and the other one can still keep going.
0: <laughs> I mean, that sounds logical to me. Like, yeah! Think-
1: but, well, you know, logic and WWE don't normally go hand-in-hand. Hand, so...
0: <laughs> no, no, they don't. So, <clears throat> I love that at the end of the match you really had... Um, you know, MJF... one of the members of Top Flight. Yep. And then, you know, Jericho. Yeah. And, and I Amy think... Gimara. Yeah. Yeah, so it's well, like, MJF well... Was it too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. because MJF ended up getting eliminated by um, the guy from... What was it Darius Martin? That yes, that, that was it. Okay. Yeah, he eliminates MJF. And then... You know how everything else kind of went down. I love how the kind of kind of going in the direction I thought they would with um, inner circle. So Sam, we might get an outer circle pretty soon.
0: <laughs> I need to tweet that
1: still. I need to I tweet know. that. I know. Maybe next. Well, let's wait until after what Revolution. we think might happen. Might happen
0: <clears throat> because MJF at the end of the end of the uh that, that little 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 uh bit there where he's like okay guys we need to have the talk and then he was like mm. Warlow take care of that problem and he pushed the cameraman out the door.
1: Yep. Soon as that um. happened, I'm like, yes, excellent. It's working. It's doing exactly what I had all planned. What the hell is the the Emperor's line from Star Wars? Shit. Execute Water 66. Well, not that one. Was it the, the, the when, he's other- talking, when he's talking to Vader, he's like, everything is going according to how I've foreseen or something to that extent. But, yeah, that's essentially what's happening. Um, they're going to find a way to kick out Sammy, and then Jericho's going to get pissed off, and then MJF will turn on Jericho, and the rest of Inner Circle will kick out Jericho, and then the Outer Circle can go <laughs>
0: I need You're this faction. here
1: first, folks.
0: You I need here. this faction to happen, Scott. Yes. Yes. Um, so the other thing I found hysterical, we got we got uh we got the video from Sammy Hagar to uh, back Sammy and Hagar.
1: <laughs> Speaking of milking something. Dude They're that milking would... that. They're milking that forever.
0: If you can get Sammy Hagar on your show every week, like, props to you, man. Great. So following that, we had, I believe, Darby and Sting uh, come out to address uh, Revolution, uh, the street fight. Um, just, you know, your, your uh, average, average promo. Uh, Ricky made that comment about not seeing the, the icon in his eyes anymore.
1: Yeah, they're just they're, they're just asking for trouble. <clears throat> this could be you, Sting's first "quote unquote" match in AEW. There's no way in hell that him and Darby are not gonna not gonna win this match.
0: Even if even if they cheated to win, I don't think I don't think that'd feel right. You know what I mean? Well, at a street fight, is there any actual real cheating? Oh, good point. It is a street fight. Yeah, never mind. I'm thinking of a regular like tag match, moron. That's me. That's me thinking. It's me in work mode still. Um, Following that, this was a shocker. We had a women's match in the first hour of the show. Right? I was like, wait, did I fast forward too far? Like, what happened? (laughs) Dr. Baker and Thunder Rosa. A match we've been waiting for for weeks. And wow. What? What about?
1: Yep. I, I, I have to say... If you look at 2019 Britt Baker and 2021 Britt Baker, they are two completely separate people. She has come so far in such a short amount of time. That's pretty awesome. Um, And then the way she beats Thunder Rosa and how Thunder Rosa looked like she was legit out. (laughs) Like, like, I saw that you tweeted that and it starts blowing up. I'm just like, shit, what happened? And then I saw it. I was like, oh,
0: shit. She either sold that real well or she was legitimately knocked out. It was, that was a cool, that was a cool knockout moment where it's kind of like she knocked her out. So they pretty much put her in a situation where she lost, but did like, she took the L because the ref stopped the match.
1: Right. Because she couldn't defend herself. Yes. she was knocked out. So I'm sure that Thunder's going to Thunder's gonna say something about that. So this is not the end of this feud by any means. And no. I'm completely okay with that. And if this ends up with Thunder Rosa getting an actual title, or not title, but an actual contract with AEW, then AEW just got a huge shot in the arm when it comes to the women's division.
0: This be a women's division. I don't know how far in the show this was, but I'm going to bring it up now. The women's tournament. Okay? Yes. This blows my mind. Right? You get eight great wrestlers.
1: Some of them I actually recognize, which I'm just like, oh, shit, look at that. They're going to be wrestling over in Japan. And then you have eight people from America that are going to wrestle in their tournaments, and the two winners will face one another. and The
0: winner will be the new number one contender to take on Hikaru Shida. So what's interesting about this, this whole tournament situation. So Hikaru actually just flew back to Japan because she's on the Japanese side of things. But Rio Ryo is wrestling in the United <sighs> States side of the tournament. I think
1: she just moved over. That's why.
0: Oh, so she's like a, I don't want to say citizen. She has a visa that probably allows her to stay here longer.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure at some point she'll probably go for full citizenship. Like, speaking of, I have to say congratulations to Wade Barrett uh, or Stu Bennett for actually becoming a United States citizen this past week.
0: I'm afraid he has some good news. I like it. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I'm I I'm kind of curious how the Japanese stuff is gonna how that side of the tournament is gonna you know, how are we gonna see it is it gonna be I, like a, a match or two on dynamite or like w- it would be weird to not somehow I'm sure the
1: they might have clips I I don't know that's the thing it's, it's completely unknown I don't know if they going to if they have a camera crew that's gonna be over there recording the matches and you know we'll watch it like the fans do at the show. Or if they'll be on their own little thing on YouTube. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but
0: it it'll be it'll be interesting. From what I saw, it looks like a lot of these female stars too, they're from um a specific female Japanese wrestling organization. organization. That's the one I'm going yeah. think about it. Yeah, it makes sense. Um I don't know which one it is. But hopefully if somebody... Joshi City Wrestling. I think that's it.
1: <laughs> good old Joshis. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Because, obviously, Sam, it's a tournament. Duh.
0: Scott, do you like <laughs> tournaments?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, they're, 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 they're all right. You know? <laughs> I don't know if that's your thing. That's why I ask. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, those and, like, you know, Battle Royales and Rumbles and, You know, those are my things. Hall of Fame ceremonies, those aren't my things.
0: Those are some of your favorite things? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, that song's been stuck in my head for weeks. Uh, Ah, see, now you want
1: me. See, now, now, but I want to watch sound music. And this is what happens,
0: Sam. (sighs) Do you love your musicals just like you love your tournaments? (laughs) Oh, my God, Sam.
1: (laughs) Sam, now Now that you outed me, Yes, Sam. I do. I do enjoy my musicals, and that one happens to be my favorite one of all time. Um, so it is what it is. A little so, extra tidbit for you guys. And so, if it makes fun of me for it, I'm gonna slap you.
0: <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, Scott. Um, when I had, you know, when I had my hand injury, uh, like I've told you, um, mm-hmm. I watched a lot of movies with my mother, and that is one we actually watched quite a bit. So. It, it it's a fantastic movie. It's a classic. It's a classic.
1: It is, yes.
0: And you get to see Nazis get beat up. I mean, come on. So, totally off track. I know. Let's um, let's get let's get back on.
1: Let's get back on track, Sam.
0: Man, good thing we don't cut promos. Um, oh following that, we got Shh. Hangman Page and Matt Hardy taking on Chaos Project. Yes. This was a this was a good match. I'm glad we are get to see a little bit of the guys from Dark. You don't get to see often, like Chaos Project. True. Yes. Um, I also
1: I also hmm. want to throw out uh, another props to the guy who does Hangman Adam Page's like entrance tidbit. <laughs> How he lost $400 playing stocks.
0: Lost my mind when I saw that. <laughs> uh, I was yeah. dead. I'm like, oh my! I'm like, they did. They yep. did it. Yeah. It was yeah.
1: That was fantastic.
0: But um no, this was good. Uh Matt and Paige had some good chemistry. Um They do. I'm liking Sir Pensko and Luther more the more and more I see them wrestle. Um But I want I'm kinda curious, you know, Matt tagged Paige to get the pin and then he's you know, celebrate, you know, Paige noticed it off the bat. Yeah.
1: Path. Hardy's being very narcissistic right now and Obviously, private party is completely bought into it now, and I don't know. The, hey, if this is going to end up in a feud with Adam Page and Matt Hardy, I'm okay with that too.
0: Oh, I'm cool with it. I'm just curious. am I'm, I'm a, like, part of me is like, where's this going? Like,
1: I think, I think, if you want to just, just do a spitball with me here. I'll I, th- I think that what'll happen. Is that at some point, Hardy and Private Party will gang up and you know start beating up Adam Page, leading to the Dark Order, especially John Silver making the save, and then we end up eventually having Adam Page join the Dark Order. And then the tears way, they to will flow Oh, God, I'm being, uh, being the elite.
0: Oh, I haven't it. watched it yet, though, so I might watch it after this. Oh, my God.
1: I need to, I really need to start watching that. But, but again, Sam. Now there is not else. enough
0: time. It's the worst. I hate it. Hate. Oh, well, I know. Oh, well, I know. So, by the way, I also like how... Uh, Gallus and Anderson have brought an old uh, old trope back from WWE um, with them being on uh, Dynamite where they're like, you know what we're going to do our favorite thing? Beat up yeah. John Moxley! Yes! Beat up John Cena!
1: Nope. Wow. Yep. Right. I, I popped for that. I was very, huh, very appreciative of that. Now, also, we want to talk about bringing stuff back. Can we talk about this wedding, please? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. First of all, Penelope Ford. Dear Lord.
0: Scott, you want to? You want? You have something to share with the class? No, no. I'm
1: just saying, dear Lord. That's all I'm saying. It's just, yeah. Um, I love how. First of all, James Mitchell was just on impact doing a wedding is now on AEW doing a wedding
0: I was convinced at one point that this was going to lead into somebody else coming over from impact
1: it's always possible but yeah so they go through the whole vow thing and, and whatnot, and You know, Penel before basically telling the world that she's with Kip because of his enormous, well, we can't really talk about it. Um, And then they got to the point where James Mitchell says if anybody has anything to stay, and then Rusev cut him off in the most epic way. He's like, I've been in a few of these. We don't want to go back to that. And I popped so hard for that. I was like, wait, we're going back to Roman. We're going back to the wedding with Thing, stuff with Lashley, I'm like, oh, Christ, what a shot at terrible, terrible creative, and I absolutely loved it. Now, see, moments to shit on WWE are most of the time not really warranted. That absolutely warranted, and I loved it so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I <that> was...
1: <sighs> but, of course... Charles gets the uh, the last laugh. He handcuffs Rusev to I don't know if it was one of the bars or I don't know what he hooked him to. I couldn't really remember what it was. But he got hooked up and he couldn't move. Then Charles knocks out fuck Charles Chuck knocks out uh Kemp and then push and then He gets sent into Penelope, who goes face first into the cake. The cake happened to also be orange-flavored, which I thought was fantastic. And then what happens? Who pops out of the cake but our good friend, Orange Cassidy. (laughs) Oh, man. So while the majority of the wedding segment was just hot garbage, um, Miro's part was fantastic and then the stuff at the end with Chuck and Orange Cassidy walking away pretty much victorious was, was outstanding.
0: It was, it was, it was uh, magnificento. It was the end of that. I'm trying to be Italian today. Nowhere close to it. I know. While we talk, one of my friends, I sent, I, so like three years ago, side note, as we talk about this, uh, there's a photo of me at an event with a bunch of people who all ironically had Bullet Club shirts on. <laughs>
1: Did you and not have one
0: on? I have one on in the photo. Okay, okay. Um, but I was going to say, I'm like, I was like, there's too many photos I've seen of you where you always have one on, so. It was funny because I had to stop wearing it because I'm like, shit, people are going to think this is the only shirt I have. Uh, <laughs> that's why I've started to go towards, um, what do I call, um, I've gone towards v-necks instead of graphic tees. I like graphics, but you know what? I'm going out a V-neck, you never know if it's going to be a – when it's plainly not going to know if it's going to be the same shirt I wore yesterday. Just, just that, make sure it's not a U-neck. You'll be
1: fine.
0: <laughs> so one of my friends just goes – he goes, remember when we all love Bullet Club? And I'm like, when? I go, it hasn't stopped. What are you <laughs> talking about? What's wrong with you? What's she talking about, Willis? <laughs> um, yeah, following that, we had another – we had a Lumberjack match. And I, I kind of walked away because I had something come up during this. Um, but from what I caught, there was a uh, man. This was the heat that we needed. This was. Uh, I hope this isn't done. That's what I'm kind of getting at here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love, I love these two just beat the ever living snot out of one another. Um, Archer getting the win was was good. I, I like the fact that he did because of what happened last week. With Eddie Kingston, the loaded backhand. This time, Lance Archer gets the win, and I and I actually got to got to hear a, a lot more of of his theme song because the whole "everybody dies" part is like my favorite part of that whole song. But normally, he's like coming out of the back like a fucking bullet, so we hear like five seconds of his theme song. <clears throat> I'm like, just let me hear everybody dies, and they finally did it. I was like, yes. Victory. It's, it's small things,
0: Sam. It's a little. It is. It's a little things. Little things. Finally, main event Moxley, Phoenix, and Pac, who all have beef against the AEW champion, take on Kenny and the good brothers.
1: Match was insane. First off, um, I, I, I can't stop showering Pac in Phoenix and even box with like praise about how fantastic they are in the ring and we don't even need to talk about Kenny and the good brothers because we already know how good they are in the ring but it's Don just Callis like
0: huh? I said Don Callis tells us we don't need to know that that's right we don't
1: need to talk about it at all because Don will do more talking for the rest of us it's just oh, the match is so good And then
0: then we all know what happened afterwards. It didn't even occur to me. Like, once I realized what was going on, I was excited. But I was also like, okay, nope, this makes sense. Because it it was just me being like, oh, you're an idiot. You didn't realize that was going to happen. You know, you get the masked individual come up and hit Mox. Laid him out. Fuck, we have Kenta. Kenta showed up ahead of his bout with Moxie for the IWGP U.S. title. Man,
1: it was was weird seeing him on television again because I'm so used to seeing him beaten and battered and broken, being on NXT and or 205 Live, and it's just like. To see him come in, just lay out mocks with go to sleep, and just look like a badass again. I was just like, "Uh, so this is what you said you would be like, and actually have a chance to fulfill it. "Hmm, I like what I'm seeing.
0: Now, you sent me something. I did. And I've seen other people say it. (laughs) But I'm not convinced yet. Well, it's not... it's not official official yet. But that's what I'm saying. I'm still not convinced that it's official official.
1: Well, even, even if it happens, it can't technically be official.
0: First and foremost. Well, let's jump to it. You sent me the video of Kenny talking to him. You know, talking to Kent afterwards. He goes, hey, friend, this and that. Da, 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 talking. He goes, I'm not your friend. Yeah. And Kenny's talking to himself about doing a tag match with him next week, I believe. Yep. Yeah. So... Awesome. Fucking I'm I'm gonna eat that up. That's gonna be exciting. If that happens next week, it's
1: gonna be insane. And you know that's gonna be a main event. And the fact that now we have the last member of the Avengers has joined the group to take on Thanos, which would be WWE. <laughs> <laughs> All the other companies have joined forces in AEW.
0: <laughs> so much insane. We still need, this is what I'm getting at. First and foremost, John Moxley went, was in New Japan around the same time AEW took off. Yep. He started doing some stuff over there. Yep. He's been on and off US champion. They've allowed him to do that. Yep. Now, they come in. Now this is going on. Kenta comes over because he has to challenge him for the belt because he's the no number one contender. Yep. Um. <clears throat> they could do a couple of things because AEW is pretty open with who they're working with right now. It's yep. So this could be a one and done deal. I hope not. With Kenta coming, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's not enough writing on the wall for me to believe that this is. Th- th- where I can look and go, this is it. This is this is what we wanted. Granted, everyone else could be throwing shade and be like, nah, we're not doing that. What are you talking about? Um, I could be wrong. I need more proof. That's kind of what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not happening. I want it to happen. But you're not fully convinced that it's going to happen. No, I need more proof. I need Again, something a little more solidified. Because Moxley's just been your champion for a while. Um, however... I will say, so one of my friends hit me up. Actually, Rob, who's a guest on OFR often, he was like, hey, is that that guy that you showed me who wrestled Kenny over in Japan? I go, no. I go, but if Okada showed up to Dynamite, I lose my fucking mind. Oh, my God. If Okada... If if this continues, and Okada makes his way over, or Tanahashi, or Takahashi, or Gorilla's Destiny... Or even uh, Naito. Dude, my foundation is going to need to be redone. Because <laughs> it's going to get so shook.
1: It's going to be good. <sighs> you know, I have to say that if anybody's going to come over before Okada, I think it'll be Ibushi. Because we gotta have Bushi and Omega in AEW.
0: The Golden Lovers. We got to do it. Got to do it so bad. Oh, Scott, it's a good time for wrestling. It is. It, oh my god, dude, I'm just like, I'm like rolling all of this right now. <laughs>
1: it's a great time to be a fan.
0: It is. The way you laughed just now, all I, could, all I thought about was Johnny Swinger. Oh. <laughs> nice! Oh man, <laughs> the swing master.
1: <laughs> Something I, I I can't be that creepy, even if I tried. I just can't do
0: it. No, it just came out that way. I was I was just I was laughing. I'm like Johnny Swinger. <laughs> <laughs> but no, great great week of wrestling, Scott. It doesn't stop. Why doesn't it stop, Scott? You know it doesn't. You know it. Last week we had a post show, a pre show, go home show. This week we have a post show. Next week we got another go home show, Scott. There's so much going on. We're talking about Vengeance Day. Also, we're also talking about No Surrender, for those of you who watch Impact Wrestling. Um, Then we'll do a post show, and by the time that's all said and done, we might be doing the go home show for um, Revolution. Where does it end? It that, does not end. Never. You
1: know else is, sh- like like another Edge theme song. Never
0: gonna stop. Yeah,
1: never gonna stop. You know it's never gonna, gonna stop. We're gonna scream if we want it, Sam.
0: Oh, we're gonna. Oh, we we're gonna <laughs> scream loudly. Just like I'm gonna scream right now and tell you guys. If you don't want really to do so, please follow us on Twitter at media underscore bedlam. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at bedlam media. You can find myself as the S O B official and Scott as Scotty on Twitter. We are on all streaming pod streaming platforms for your podcasts excluding pandora if there's something that we're not on please let us know and we will try to add ourselves on there ladies and gentlemen this has been above the rings post show for the royal rumble thank you for listening please follow us and do not forget to join the Bedlam.
1: welcome to the all 80s movies podcast i'm bill